This is the broadcast voice of Marshall University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone. For this Thursday, November 9th, 2023, I'm Morgan Pemberton. And I'm Nate Courtney. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, U.S. childhood vaccination exemptions reached their highest level ever. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Holly Belmont will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Jonathan Edwards will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a partly cloudy 59. And now on to our top story. Crowds of Palestinian families stretching as far as the eye could see walked out of Gaza City and surrounding areas toward the south today. They sought to escape Israeli strikes and ground troops battling Hamas militants in dense urban neighborhoods. Others joined tens of thousands taking shelter at the city's biggest hospital not far from the fighting. Gaza's largest city is the focus of Israel's campaign to crush Hamas following its deadly October 7th incursion. And the Israeli military says Hamas' main command center is located in and under the Shiva Hospital Complex. The militant group and hospital staff deny that claim. The trial has begun for the man accused of breaking into formal ha- former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Francisco home, bludgeoning her husband with a hammer and seeking to kidnap her, goes to trial today. David DePap has pleaded not guilty to attempted kidnapping of a federal official and assault on the immediate family member of a federal official. The attack on then 82-year-old Paul Pelosi occurred in the early hours of October 28, 2022. His defense attorneys say they don't dispute that DePap attacked Pelosi but intend to shed light on his motivations. Prosecutors say they will show clear evidence that DePap committed the crimes. Authorities are trying to determine who sent suspicious letters, including some containing fentanyl or other substances, to local election offices in at least three states. It's the latest instance of threats faced by election workers around the country. Election offices in Washington, Oregon, and Georgia appeared to have been targeted. The Pierce County Auditor's Office in Tacoma, Washington, released images of the letter it received, showing the letter was postmarked in Portland, Oregon, and read in part, quote, in elections now, unquote. Authorities are also trying to intercept a letter headed to an elections office in Fulton County, Georgia, the largest voting jurisdiction in one of the nation's most important presidential swing states. A small town Alabama mayor and pastor killed himself after a conservative news site reported he had a social media persona where he dressed in women's clothing while wearing a wig and makeup. The disclosure bombarded F.L. Bubba Copeland with online ridicule. Experts say his death underscores the dangers of outing people in an era that has seen the erosion of LGBTQ plus rights as states across the country introduce legislation based on sexual orientation and gender identity. Copeland's friends say they hope it prompts a wave of self-examination about how we treat others. The proportion of U.S. kindergartners exempted from school attendance vaccination requirements has hit its highest level ever. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention today released a report detailing the trends. Nationally, 3% of kindergartners got exemptions. Hawaii saw the largest jump, with the statistic nearly doubling from the year before. Idaho was highest overall, with 12%. 
experts say more parents are questioning routine childhood vaccinations that they used to automatically accept. It's an effort of the political schism that emerged during the pandemic around COVID-19 vaccines. It also raises the chances of outbreaks of measles, polio, and other diseases. Coming up, labor deal saves an Illinois auto plant. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. best friend. And when we're together, we turn bad times into good times. But hey, we don't go out for cups of coffee, and we don't even talk. Trust me, I know you inside and out. We're like two veins in the same arm. I'm your blood brother. So eat me up on my spoon, and give me a home in your syringe, before I make my next home in your body. You know what comes next, right? Shoot me in your veins. Your body tries to fight me off in a uh, high moon shoot-up shoot-up. Boy, howdy, this town ain't big enough for the two of us. When you're on the slab, under those big bright movie lights in the morgue, you're the big star. I just directed your last flick, cowboy. You know me. I'm heroin. Who were you? Heroin is not your best friend. It's a deadly, addictive drug. You take it, and before you know it, it'll take you too. This has been a public service announcement from WMUL. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best spot news reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Morgan Pemberton. And I'm Nate Courtney. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia says he won't seek re-election in 2024, giving Republicans a prime opportunity to gain a seat in the heavily GOP state. The 76-year-old Manchin said today he made the decision, quote, after months of deliberation and long conversations, unquote, with his family. Manchin's decision to retire marks the end of an era for West Virginia and severely hampers Democratic hopes of holding on to the coal country seat. For the last few years, Manchin has been the only Democrat elected to statewide office in West Virginia. Manchin is a longtime politician who served as governor, secretary of state, and state legislator. From Hollywood to auto production lines, U.S. labor unions are once again in the national spotlight. But despite historic strikes and record contract negotiations seen this year, there's still still a lot stacked against organizing today, particularly for those who aren't part of larger, more established unions and sectors with stronger organizing roots. Rates of union membership have been falling for decades. More than 35% of private sector workers were unionized in 1953. Today, it's about 6%. Labor experts point to changes in the U.S. economy, ample employer opposition, and growing political partisanship in recent decades. And under current federal and state labor laws, desires to organize can only go so far without policy change. Donald Trump's lawyers have been thwarted in their long-shot bid to put an immediate end to the New York civil fraud trial that threatens the former president's real estate empire. The judge didn't rule on the request today, but indicated that the trial will go on as scheduled Monday, with Donald Trump Jr. returning to the stand as the first defense witness. The ex-president's lawyers had asked Judge Arthur Engoron to step the rest of to skip the rest of the trial and issue a verdict clearing him, his company, and top executives, including Trump Jr., of wrongdoing. They made the request at the halfway point in the trial of New York Attorney General Letitia James' lawsuit, arguing that the state lawyers had failed to prove their case. 
Stocks are falling as the pressure cranks higher from the bond market. The S&P 500 was 0.8% lower today. The Dow was down 236 points and the Nasdaq composite was 0.8% lower. Stocks had been rising earlier in the day, but the market quickly sagged under the weight of rising yields in the bond market. Yields rose after the U.S. government announced the results of a sale of 30-year Treasury bonds. They spurted even higher after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said the Fed will not hesitate to raise entrance rates further if it feels high inflation is not fully under control. President Joe Biden has gone to Belvedere, Illinois to celebrate a labor deal that will prevent a Stellanius plant in the city from closing. During an appearance before cheering automakers, the president put on a red United Auto Workers shirt and reminded his audience that he stood with members during their strikes against Ford, General Motors, and Jeep maker Stellantis. Biden learned in June that the Stellantis plant was set to close and he, kept, he made keeping it open a priority. The plant will expand as part of the tentative contract with the UAW. Biden met with UAW President Sean Fain and Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker and plans to hold a fundraiser later in Chicago. Coming up next, survivors of incarceration worry wind farm will overshadow the past. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. dragging. I think I'm going to try some of those energy shots everybody's talking about. How about trying WMUL energy instead? WMUL energy? What's that? Only the best energy you can get. What flavors does it have? It comes in seven exciting flavors. Bluesberry, Jazz Pizzazz, Absolute Alternative, Resilient Rock, Ultimate Urban, Rejuvenating Gospel, and Moxie Mornings. (laughs) Available everywhere WMUL FM's energy may be heard. Who was your hero when you were a kid? Neil Armstrong or Louis Armstrong? Roberto Clemente or Walter Cronkite? Rosa Parks or Sally Ride? You're the right age to do something you can be remembered for. Register to become an organ and tissue donor. Even if you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s, or beyond, any age is the right age to donate the gift of life. Learn how at organdonor.gov or call 1-866-99-DONATE. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Welcome back to New Center 88, vetted, excuse me, voted Best Radio News Reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists' Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Morgan Pemberton. And I'm Nate Courtney. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the United States has, quote, no desire, unquote, to separate from China as she meets with her Chinese counterpart in San Francisco. Yellen and Chinese Vice Premier He Lifeng are opening two days of talks aimed at making progress on a slew of economic issues as competition has intensified between their countries. The talks are designed to help lay the groundwork for an expected meeting between President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping next week. China's state media laid out Beijing's major concerns. China Central Television says the issues include the Biden administration's China policy, supply chain curtailments, restrictions on high-tech products such as advanced chips, and tariffs on Chinese products. Surgeons in New York have performed the world's first transplant of an entire human eye, an extraordinary addition to a face transplant. It's far too soon to know if it will offer any vision. 
but doctors at NYU Langone Health say Aaron James is recovering well from the dual transplants last May, and the eye looks remarkably healthy. The Hot Springs, Arkansas man lost much of his face, one eye, and an arm in an accident with high-voltage power lines. Doctors hoped the eye experiment would yield better cosmetic results for his face transplant. Coming up next, Spanish conservative politician shot in the face. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this. The worldwide leader in Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back inside the Xfinity Center here in College Park, Maryland. Happy to have you with us on this Black Friday. Welcome back inside Little John Coliseum. 4.48 to go in the first quarter. Welcome back to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium. Welcome inside the Cole Center, everyone. The Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network. I missed a mortgage payment, but now I'm turning things around. With Sam, I can. Sam is Smart About Money, a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money at samican.org. Business has fallen off at work, but I'm getting prepared for whatever the future holds. With Sam, I can. Get empowered. Reach your financial goals. Visit samican.org. The adventure of a lifetime. Destiny will be revealed. Bear witness to a living legend. We've got to get out of here. I know! It's coming! No. It's here. The Cutting Edge. Slicing through the airwaves to a radio near you. WMUL 88.1 FM. Please save us from this dark future. Hello, welcome to WMUL. Due to a lack of volunteer DJs and anchors, the station is now fully automatic. This is DJ Electro Soul coming at you. Coming up next is my favorite song, Pure Sine Wave. This isn't the future anyone wants, and it can be prevented. WMUL-FM needs human DJs. Sign up today at marshall.edu slash WMUL, or find us in communications building room 204. Please, help us prevent the robot uprising. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Morgan Pemberton. And I'm Nate Courtney. The White House says Israel has agreed to put in place four-hour daily humanitarian pauses in its assault on Hamas in northern Gaza. The Biden administration says it has secured a second pathway for civilians to flee fighting. President Joe Biden has had asked Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to institute the daily pauses during a Monday call. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the first humanitarian pause will be announced today and the Israelis have committed to announcing each four-hour window at least three hours in advance. Biden says he asked the Israelis for a pause of at least three days during negotiations over the release of hostages held by Hamas. A judge in Michigan has heard arguments today on whether Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson has the authority to keep Donald Trump's name off a state's ballots for president. Activists sued to force Benson to keep the former president's name off ballots. Trump's attorneys have demanded that he be allowed on the 2024 Republican primary ballot. Liberal groups have filed similar similar lawsuits in other states, portraying Trump 
as the inciter of the January 6, 2021 U.S. Capitol attack. Activists point to part of the U.S. Constitution that prohibits a person from running for federal office if they have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. or given aid or comfort to those who have. Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee have abruptly adjourned a meeting without an expected vote on subpoenas for two conservatives who helped arrange luxury travel and other benefits for Supreme Court justices. Judiciary Chairman Dick Durbin gaveled out today after Republicans on the committee made clear they would call for subpoena votes on a raft of Democratic officials and others. Republicans protest the planned subpoenas for Republican megadonor Harlan Crow and conservative activist Leonardo Leo. The Democrats plan to subpoena Crow and Leo as part of an investigation into Supreme Court ethics. Durbin says there will be, quote, scheduling issues, unquote, but they'll try again. Western and, Western and Arab nations, international agencies, and non-governmental groups appealed for urgent aid for Gaza civilians at a Paris conference. The humanitarian crisis is worsening amid Israel's massive air and ground campaign against Hamas. French President Emmanuel Macron appealed at the conference today for Israel to protect civilians, saying, quote, all lives have equal worth, unquote. He said, quote, we need humanitarian pause very quickly and we must work towards a ceasefire, unquote. Israeli authorities weren't participating in the conference. The French presidency said the participants' pledges reached over 1 billion euros, $1.7 billion in funding, though that included some previously announced funds, stressing that the global amount still remains to be finalized. Spanish police say that veteran Spanish conservative politician Alejandro Vidal Cuadras has been shot in the face on a street in central Madrid. The hospital where he was taken for treatment says that the gunshot fractured his jawbone, but that his life is not in danger. The 78-year-old Vidal Cuadras was a longtime member of Spain's conservative popular party before he broke away to help, the f to help found the far-right Vox party. He left Vox shortly after a failed attempt to win a European lawmaker seat in 2014. A motive for the shooting wasn't immediately disclosed. The Spanish state news agency EFE said police believe the shooter fled the scene on a motorbike wearing a black helmet. And coming up, Holly Belmont will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Jonathan Edwards will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patients. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Your place in cyberspace. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? 
awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is, if you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Holly Belmont, and it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside of the WMUL studios, it's a partly cloudy 59 degrees. Tonight, we'll dip down into the lower 50s. Tomorrow morning, there's a 70% chance of rain and a high of 56 degrees. Tomorrow's low of 43 degrees is 9 degrees cooler than today's low. This weekend, we can expect sunshine and temperatures in the mid-50s with morning lows around 35 degrees. Make sure to step outside and enjoy the sun after a cloudy week. Today's weather word of the day is zodiacal light. Zodiacal light is a softly luminous cone of white light visible from an hour or so after sunset or before dawn. The cause of this pre-dawn or post-dusk light is created by sunlight that reflects off grains of dust in space between the earth and sun. To an unknowing observer, it can be mistaken for a glare of city lights on the distant horizon. Thank you to weatherology.com for that information. That does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, outside the WMUL studios, it's a partly, cloud, partly cloudy excuse me, 59 degrees. For News Center 88, I'm Holly Belmont. Thanks, Holly. Now Jonathan Edwards joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report. Thanks, guys. Good evening, everyone. Taking a look at Marshall Athletics, it's a monumental week in Huntington, West Virginia. Last night, Marshall came out of the Sunbelt Conference Tournament semifinal game victorious. Here's a recap of all the action. On November 8th, the Kentucky Wildcats fell to the Marshall Thundering Herd men's soccer team in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament semifinal. UK returned to Hoops Family Field for the third time this season, where it held a 2-0 record on the year after beating Marshall in October and a win this past Sunday against James Madison University in the Sunbelt quarterfinal. The odds did not fall in favor of Kentucky this past Wednesday, though, as Marshall was victorious by a score of 3-0. Yet another scoreless half for Marshall, just like the previous three matchups for the Thundering Herd. Marshall finally found the back of the net in the 48th minute, courtesy of Alvaro Garcia-Pasquale. Alvaro able to get by the defender. He's going to turn into a one-on-one here. That's Alvaro for Marshall with a shot, and it's good! Goal, Marshall! What a job right there by Alvaro, able to out-hustle the defender, and it all started with the first connection from Pablo Simon, then Alvaro able to beat it out. This was Garcia Pasquale's sixth goal of the season and broke the seal open on a tightly contested game up until the score. The stalemate continued once again between Kentucky and Marshall as the Wildcats tried its best to scratch back into the game. Marshall freshman Joao Roberto declawed those efforts by adding a second goal to make the lead 2-0 for Marshall in the 64th minute. Crossing it over to a few Marshall players, and it's headed right toward the middle of the box. It's a shot. It's up, and it's good for Marshall. What a goal there for the Thundering Herd. As the news of the West Virginia Mountaineers winning its semifinal matchup against South Carolina was announced by the PA announcer at Hoops Family Field, Marshall fans began to anticipate a Mountain State Derby rematch for the title. Marshall's star Matthew Bell made sure to make that rematch a reality by adding a third goal in the 86th minute. And it's in, it's for Matthew Bell, and what a setup there, taken away, and this one's all but over now. And Marshall now extends its lead, three to nil over the Kentucky Wildcats, and that definitely has to think that's the last nail in the coffin for the Wildcats in the Sunbelt Tournament. Marshall would hold on to that three nil lead for the final three and a half minutes for the shutout victory. 
Marshall goalkeeper Gabriel Perota recorded his 10th shutout of the season and fourth in a row. The goals by Garcia Pascual, Roberto, and Bell set Marshall up for a Sunbelt Conference Championship match with in-state rival West Virginia University, taking place Sunday, November 12th at Hoops Family Field. The Mountaineers took the regular season contest in a 5-2 victory over the Thundering Herd in Morgantown back in October. FM 88 Sports' John Bogus, alongside myself, Jonathan Edwards, will be on the call. Pre-game coverage on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network goes on the air at 12.30 p.m. with first touch at 1. Moving on to the basketball court, Marshall women's basketball season tips off tonight when Marshall travels to Fairfax, Virginia to take on George Mason University. This is the regular season debut of the 2023-2024 Thundering Herd team, fronted by new head coach Kim Caldwell. The former Glenville State coaching phenom leads her women into battle after an arduous offseason in efforts to bring new life to the program. The action gets underway tonight at 7 p.m. Staying on the basketball court for the next update, Marshall men's basketball will play in the Greenbrier Classic at the Greenbrier Resort in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Marshall will take on Radford University as Marshall aims to earn a second win on the year and leave the loss column empty. Marshall is coming off an 89-73 victory against Queens University of Charlotte this past Monday. Over to volleyball now as Marshall travels down to Jonesboro, Arkansas to take on the Arkansas State Red Wolves in this weekend's doubleheader. Game 1 of the series is set for Friday night at 7 p.m., followed by Game 2 being served up at 2 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Marshall sits at 12-16 on the year, looking to end its four-game skid. As for Arkansas State, the Red Wolves are an even 13-13 for this season and aiming to rebound after a loss against the University of Louisiana Monroe. Checking in on Marshall's cross-country squads, the teams head up to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania to compete in the NCAA Mid-Atlantic Regional Championship on Friday. And finally, Marshall football is back at home on a Saturday for the first time in five weeks, with the only home game since September 30th being a Thursday night matchup. It is a somber yet appreciative day Saturday, as Marshall honors the 75 lives lost on that tragic November day 53 years ago. The annual Memorial Game kicks off at 7 p.m. Saturday night when Marshall plays host to Georgia Southern. For FM 88 Sports, I'm Jonathan Edwards. Thanks, Jonathan. Coming up, extraterrestrials return to Mexico's Congress as journalists presses case for non-human beings. Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. Hi, this is John Bon Jovi, asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We weren't born. We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. 
Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. And finally today on News Center 88, the lower chamber of Mexico's Congress once again turned to spectacle today, devoting hours of its time to a controversial character who pressed the case for non-human beings he said were found in Peru. Less than three weeks after Category 5 Hurricane Otis devastated Alcapulco, a port of nearly one million people, the Chamber of Deputies spent more than three hours listening to journalist Jose Jaime Mawson and his group of Peruvian doctors. Mawson and some Mexican lawmakers became the subject of international ridicule in September when he presented two boxes with supposed mummies found in Peru. He, along with the others, claimed they were, quote, non-human beings that are not a part of our terrestrial evolution, unquote. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nate Courtney, Holly Belmont, Jonathan Edwards, Luke Hamilton, and for the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Morgan Pemberton. And your thought of the day is, trust yourself, you know more than you think you do. Benjamin Spock. <laughs>